Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Good morning and happy Monday. Welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. Um, very tired today. Um, been a long weekend. And I'm going to work because we don't get off for all federal holidays. Only some. Um, so. Bring in the energy today, as you can tell. Advise I'm doing my headache, of, you know, so all of that. Um, the Last of Us. Now, I feel like I should probably get out of the way my own personal history with The Last of Us and my own relationship with The Last of Us. Um, because there are going to be people, like, that's the thing, you, you look at this show. Uh, and you look at reviews, which I didn't look at any reviews today, uh, or last night before watching the show. I just watched the show outright. Um, and, but I did hear other people talk about it, if not giving their reviews, just talking about the response. And a lot of people were saying, oh, it's the best video game adaptation to date. It's, you know, it's breaking the video game movie, um, you know, curse, where movies can't be adapted, or video games can't be adapted into movies, and, you know... I think that to give The Last of Us that um, that honor, A, feels incorrect because there have been multiple movies based on video games that have been very good and done very well. Both Sonic movies were great. Um, Detective Pikachu was pretty solid. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's not like this is completely unprecedented like people are acting like. And I feel like a lot of that is Sony fanboyism kind of being like, yeah, but this is for adults. They're taking this seriously, which I always, I, I can never, I can't stand that. Um, so all of that notwithstanding, um, this, this, this show does finally come out, um, and I didn't play much of the game, and I'm realizing I played even less of the game than I thought I did, because I didn't remember a lot of what happened here. I remembered the intro, um, and I think that anytime you have something like this, where you know there's a, a kind of zombie apocalypse coming, or some kind of, you know, end of the world, kind of, end of civilization kind of story happening. Um, it's, it, it, it's, it's always interesting to see how things are going beforehand. I think the difference is, like, I, I did watch a little bit of The Walking Dead, not today, in, in recent history, I watched most of season one, and when you look back at that, and, and you look at it and compare it to this, I think this does a, good, a much better job of building the tension um, and building up to, oh, this is the end of civilization as it's happening. And you get small indications as it's going through that things are not going right. Um, and I think that's very interesting the way that they do that. I really love that. 
remembered the intro. I remembered um, Joel's daughter dying, um, and and him like that was pitch perfect to the game. And while that did capture me for the game, and I think that when I texted uh, Peter about it after I watched, it, I was like, the, the show is really good. Um, I might go back and try playing the game again. I say try playing the game, but I, I only stopped playing the game because I don't have the patience for stealth games. Um, I'm sorry, the story can be great, but let me watch a movie version of it, which is what I'm doing now. I, I don't have the, the attention span, for lack of a better word, for these stealth games. I gotta sit here and hide instead of just, let me just go through and just fuck up the, uh, the clickers and, and call it a day. Um... And I think that's something else that this show does very well, because the first episode's an hour and 20 minutes. So you have a mega-sized first episode where you can do a lot, and we we see the beginnings of the outbreak. And then it fast forward 20 years, and then we get into the, the geopolitics of the Fireflies and the, the, the New World Order kind of that's, you know, running things in the aftermath. Um, and uh, it's an interesting kind of look at what's going on there, but the big thing is, when you watch this this show, what you end up with is this kind of weird feeling that, um, you know, it, it, it's more overtly doing what The Walking Dead is, where The Walking Dead, when you watch that show, it's, you very quickly realize that, or it takes a while to get to that point for you to realize, but the, when they say The Walking Dead, they're not referring to the zombies, they refer like the title refers to the um, the people who are still alive and are going to inevitably die. They're just drawing it out as long as possible, um, and that's going to be the end of it. And and you know, this very clearly you get that same kind of thing. It kind of it kind of builds off of what you know about The Walking Dead to an extent, where you don't have to sit here and be like, okay, so what is this? Because that's the thing about zombie stuff before and after The Walking Dead where before The Walking Dead it was infrequent that you would get a zombie thing that was about the rebuilding of something resembling a civilization in the aftermath of a zombie apocalypse or in this case a fungal spore causing um, man behavior apocalypse and the thing is too, we don't see any clickers either which is, I think is a really cool idea um, we just see everyone terrified of them um, and I think that the the interesting thing about, um, what's it called, about the, the, uh, the whole idea is, with The Walking Dead showing us that in Fear of the Walking Dead and Walking, Walking Dead World Beyond, it gives us this kind of thing where it's like, we don't need to sit here and, you know, retread this for you, you know, that if, like, we, we, I think we have a, an idea that if humanity were to undergo some kind of great situation like this, where some kind of pandemic wiped out a good amount of the population, and, and, and by good amount of the population, I mean, like, a large percentage of the population dies due to a pandemic, um, we would end up with, um, what's it called, we would end up with these, like, the beginnings of cities again, and, and, and just, that's just how humanity is, um, so for the show to take that approach and do that is great, um, I, I love everything about setting up who the characters are, in the, after the 20 year mark where we're explaining who Joel is what Joel's doing in this new world order um, and, and, and what his role is um, what what's it called what, uh, what and, and who Ellie is is also great and then when the two characters do finally get together toward the end of the episode in that standoff um, 
great moment, and then for them to be like, look, you have to get her to wherever it is you need to get her to, and, um, and it's like, alright, I guess we'll do that, yeah, and it's like, you, you don't understand, this is incredibly important, and then at the very end of the episode, they tell you what it is that she had, what it is that made her so important, it's like, you know, you have to get this girl over there, you have to do this, uh, and for them to be like, oh, she's immune to the virus, it, 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 it's this thing where it's like, oh, I, I think that the only problem with, I don't know if that was revealed this early in the story in the game, but I think the only thing that it does here, and I think that I would have done without this, is it reveals what the end is going to be of the show very early on. Because when you watch movies, you can kind of trace the narrative, you can kind of, and, and, and same thing with TV shows, you can kind of trace the narrative, you can be like, okay, where is this going? Um, and, and it is, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't played the game, but I'm fairly certain you can figure it out by watching this episode and then, you know, tra- tracing where the story's going to go. Um, because it's not exactly, you know, I want to say it's not breaking new ground because it is a great story, but it's not exactly, um, what's it called? It's not exactly anything that is, uh, unpredictable, let's just say that. Um, especially now that in this iteration of the story, we have, um, we have this very clear indicator of what's going to be coming and what's going to be happening. Um, I loved uh, both Bella Ramsey as Ellie and uh, and Pedro Pascal as um, what's it called as, uh, as as Joel. They're both really great in the show. Um, I think they both do a great job. Uh, I don't know who the girl is who plays his daughter in the beginning, but she also does a really good job. Um, it's just a great show. I mean, this is probably like this is this year what Peacemaker was last year where it is a very strong start for HBO's programming um, to start out the year. And I think the thing is, too, um, hopefully, if this does well enough on HBO Max, it'll make Warner Brothers rethink their um, their slash and burn, um, what's it called, their slash and burn kind of style of, of going through and, uh, and, and getting rid of anything on HBO Max because it's streaming. Because um, I, I think that, look, here's the thing about streaming. I think the issue is, um, yes, there's a, there's, there's a lot, yes, there's a lot to do. But if you can get good stories with good IP, then invest the money people will tune in and watch. Like yesterday, I had a hard time downloading the episode because so many people were trying to get in at the same time to download the episode. Um, and I think that's a great, you know... It's a it's a great like uh... oh I think this is about what I got up to in the game I think so because I, I think it, it was around the time that Joel and Ellie leave is where I was like I can't I'm, I'm just gonna watch this online um, if I ever get around to it um, but the thing is too like I heard some other podcasts that I listened to talk about PlayStation remastering games. As their, show, as their shows are launching, um, so I can reach a wider audience and be like, look, oh, you liked this, well, here's this. Oh, you liked uh, the Horizon show they're making for Netflix. Oh, you like Horizon, well, here's Horizon, um, you know, Z- Horizon Zero Dawn, 
for the PlayStation 5, which is getting a remaster. Oh, you like The Last of Us? Here's The Last of Us Part 1 on PlayStation 5, which got a remaster. And I, I, they are also putting it on PC toward the end of the run of the show. So I may go back and pick that up and give it a shot. Um, and I think that that's the thing, too, is that knowing my misgivings about the game and how it's a, a misfit of genre for me, which we talked a little bit about that at, um, at, at the, uh, the top 20, or the top 10, well, top 20, at the top 10 episode. Um, but I, I, for me, there are certain genres that don't gel with me. I think that's for most people. Like, my mom will not watch science fiction at all, unless it's Independence Day, very specifically. Um, like... You know, I'm not a huge fan of a, a, a movie that's just a straight comedy. I'm not a big fan of those uh, in general. So it, it's like, it, it's that kind of thing where it's like your, you know, your personal taste will, will do that. And I said that about Elden Ring where it's like, look, I'm not saying Elden Ring is bad. I'm saying that Elden Ring is a genre mismatch for me that I don't really get into. Um, it would be, you know, it's going to get me back into the game. I know that much. Um... So, yeah. So, I think that just about wraps it up. I, I, oh, if there was one thing that I think was a little um, disappointing, it was the PlayStation Studios logo not being before the, the show. I think that was a little bit of a, a, a missed opportunity. Because I do... I'm a big fan of these logos that are like, here's a bunch of shit you like. And it, like, that DC logo that they put starting with, with Suicide Squad in 2016... And I was like, this is a fucking amazing logo with all the DC heroes and all of that. Like, you know, I, I love that logo. And, you know, I was like, this is great. Marvel Studios logo. And then when I saw this before um, Uncharted for the first time, where it's like they're showing, like, Kratos and Sackboy and, um, and, um, and Alloy and, um, or Aloy and, and all of these other people, uh, I was like, this is a great idea. This is genius. I don't know why they don't do this for everything. This is this is great. I think uh, Sega had it too, and the Pokemon Company had it too. Um, so I'm all for it, all for this the entire way through. Uh, but I would have liked to have seen that before this show. I feel like that was a missed opportunity. It's a small missed opportunity, and it feels like I'm, I'm cherry picking something to be annoyed about. Um, but and, and and that's kind of what Star Wars tried to do with their their Star Wars logo. They're trying to do that same thing. It's like, here are all the heads of things that aren't human that you know, or masks and, and, and things like that that you know. Um, yeah, I think that uh, it's, it's kind of just a, a montage of trademarks more than anything else for Lucasfilm. But it, yeah, I, I, I like the show. I think the show does a great job, and I think the show is very interesting. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to see this continue. I think that of the shows I'm watching right now, it's definitely the number one. Um, because that, you know, it, it definitely does the most to, to capture the imagination and, and keep the viewer engaged to the point where I couldn't do other things while I was watching it. Where it's like, while I'm watching the other shows that I'm covering at the moment, like Velma and like, uh, what was the other one? Um, uh, National Treasure or Willow or anything like that. I can kind of just tune it out and, you know, look at the next thing and, and work on something or, or work on a script I'm working on or, um, like, start the, you know, work on pre-production on the short or, you know, 
work on any number of other things, like for the show, set up schedules and all of that. Um, I couldn't do that, or just play a game. I couldn't do that with this. I needed to. It, this commanded my full attention. Um, but we'll wrap up there for today. Um, so that will be it for the Last of Us. The next episode we have of Thirty Minute Reviews is going to be the episode about searching. Uh, Wednesday we have the new episode of, uh, what's it called? The new episode of, um, Exploring Hyperspace Lanes about Andor, um, and after that we have, there's another thing after that, uh, oh, and then later in the week we have Missing on Thursday, um, Friday, and then we're also gonna have our usual Bad Batch and, um, National Treasure and Velma um, ending out the week. We're going to be adding a new show to the rotation in a few weeks. We're going to be adding The Flash um, to the rotation because The Flash is coming back in early February. So that will be another thing we're going to be covering. Um, and uh, maybe Gotham Knights. i got to see how my schedule lines up because that's the issue is that with the CW, it's not as easy as the episode goes live on this day. It's the episode goes live the next day. So it's the next day, and then I record it the day after, so it's a matter of figuring out where that lands for all of this. And also, because it's network TV, um, hiatuses. If there's a hiatus in the middle of, of the season, I don't know how that quite, you know, factors in, because they don't announce in the match, by the way, we're putting in a hiatus here for this many weeks. Uh, they just tell you when it's going to, you know, you get to find out when it's like, we'll be back in three weeks. Have a good month, and, uh, you know, you can find out there. Um, but we'll wrap up there for today. So, until our next episode, have a great rest of your week. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.